1600 KIVA at 93.7 FM. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you for another edition for our commercial real estate update with none other than Walt Arnold. He's an SIOR CCIM. Help you get into your next real estate uh, transaction, commercial real estate transaction. And as always, you can uh, reach out to him directly, 256-1255. That's 256-1255 or directly at waltarnold.com. Walt, good morning. How are you? I'm doing excellent, Eddie. How are you doing? Today? I'm good. Thanks for uh, checking in with us. Uh, some uh, exciting uh, news uh, happening as we're seeing some construction happening, and that bridge is uh, finally going across. I actually want to give a shout-out to my uh, my dad's friend of over 40 years, and you know my dad's in the steel industry, and we love bridges. We grew up on bridges. Most of the bridges that were created here in New Mexico as well as the big buildings, you know, we've known all them or we did them uh, here, and Joe Doyle, like to say hello to you and uh, the good people who are making all that happen as we have two developments on the opposite side of Central. And uh, pretty exciting stuff there uh, as that is uh, starting to make its way. The Sky Bridge in downtown Albuquerque looks like uh, it's going. What can you tell us about the overall development, Walt? Well, thanks, Eddie. Uh, Titan Development is the uh, is developing the project along with uh, Steve Maestas. Um it's interesting, Eddie. It's a 280-foot, it's a 100-ton pedestrian sky bridge. Central will be closed down from Monday through Friday this week, and they're going to install that, and it's going to it hook. Presbyterian Hospital will connect with the third floor of the Spring Hill Suites, which was also developed by Titan, and that opened on October 1st. Uh, the Ronald McDonald House uh, Charities of New Mexico also will be able to use that sky bridge for their families to go from guest rooms at the at the uh, hotel over to the hospital, so it's quite a it's going to be a couple of cranes that are going to lift that thing up uh, piece by piece and uh, uh, span the central, and it's going to be it's going to change that the look of central right there, Eddie, by I twenty five. That's pretty exciting. I think it's uh, time for a little bit of facelift and an upgrade to get people excited uh, once again. How do you feel about the impact? I know that uh, you're pretty familiar with central. Uh, being in property management and obviously what you've done in terms of leasing and selling commercial real estate, how do you think that will uh, impact things? Well, I think with with the uh, Titan development going on, it, it really if you talk a little bit more about Titan development, you know they're just finished the Spring Hill Suites. Uh, it's part of a 12-acre master redevelopment project. It's going to be called the Highlands. That project's also going to include it's about five city blocks, Eddie. So it's a pretty good project. It's also going to have 300 units of multifamily housing. It's going to have a food market. It's going to have retail and restaurant and, of course, the hotel. So it's uh, it's quite a project. And you combine that with what Presbyterian's doing on the other side. I think Presbyterian's building about a 10-story uh, tower on the other side of the, of the street. So th- that whole area there is going to be so different. And when you talk about the uh, investment along the central corridor, it just continues to improve. And I... With the Albuquerque Rapid Transit, a lot of people have, you know, have some, you know, everybody, you know, just both sides of that issue. Is it, you know, viable? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? But if we continue to make this kind of investment on Central, if we continue to kind of, if we continue to make higher density projects on Central, that ART is going to move a lot of people around Central. And if you look at the amount of money that's been spent on Central in the last two years, it's uh, the d- development on Central, uh, you know, with the ART project, it's it's amazing the amount of money that's been spent on Central over the last few years, and this project is just adding to that. You know, 12-acre master development project, 
called the Highlands, you know, 300 units, multifamily, uh, food market, retail, restaurant component. And it's just going to increase and add to all the investment that's been made along Central from, from one Central to the, to the projects down by the Country Club to the Carlisle, it's Carlisle and Central to Titans Development Project, which is just uh, east of the Carlisle, all the way up and down Central. A lot of investment, including Bricklight around the university. So Central continues to be a major source of development in Albuquerque, and I would say the Central Corridor has been the number one source of development over the last several years. We're speaking with Walt Arnold. You can dial him directly, 256-1255, or find him at waltarnold.com. That's waltarnold.com. Let's talk a little bit about what has been a really big hotspot uh, in commercial real estate, and that's our industrial uh, occupancy or vacancy, however you want to look at it. It's never been hotter. Um, that's exciting stuff. And, you know, places like Bosque Brewing, uh, you know, there's zero vacancy, but somehow they found some space and they opened up a brand-new place up in Santa Fe. I think you said... 2,700 square feet of industrial space available in all of Santa Fe. That's literally zero. So it, that's kind of insane. And then, uh, you know, we get the negative side of it. And Ball State just put out a uh, manufacturing report card and, you know, industrial manufacturing logistics, a uh, national report that, that comes out. Given our level of vacancy, I would think uh, with the weather and travel, the interstates, I-25, I-40, I would think that we'd be near the top of that list. Yeah, our industri- the uh, manufacturing industry, we didn't really get a very good grade, Eddie, in that. Uh, uh, you know, they graded, uh, we got a, a B in worker benefits cost. The tax climate, we got a B. Global reach, we got a C. Productivity and innovation, we got a C. But in our overall industry health, we got a, a grade of F. And then also in human capital, we got a grade of F. So I, that's one of the issues that we have struggled with. Uh, for a while is just the available pool of solid, good workers that we need for manufacturing companies to relocate here. Obviously, manufacturing is such a specific uh, use for properties that usually when a manufacturer comes in, they'll take a warehouse building and really convert it to their specific use. So it's a quite a investment on the part of the manufacturing company to, to locate to Albuquerque. And if we, we need to have the, we may need to make sure we have the the workforce here that can satisfy the needs that manufacturers have. And as we go forward, I think that's one of the things we really need to improve on. And I know that uh, uh, CNM has uh, continued to, uh, uh, you know, have workforce training solutions, and but we need to continue to uh, have a good base of workers. And that seems to be one of the things that we're lacking at this current time. Yeah, well, it'd be nice to get a uh, better manufacturing and logistics in that report. But one of the big Problems with uh, New Mexico is as the fourth largest contiguous state, the only states larger are California, Texas, and Montana in the uh, contiguous uh, 48. That actually works against us, A, in terms of drive time, and B, in terms of rail, uh, not going through the center of the uh, entire, and uh, those intermodals, uh, entire country, and those intermodals are located in St. Louis and Chicago, the ports, Seattle, Long Beach, uh, you know, Savannah, uh, Georgia, and then, of course, on the uh, East Coast, that would be New York, uh, Port Harbor. So we're not ideally situated, and that might be one of the other reasons. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, those areas of being closer to transportation does help in, especially manufacturing and being able to transport and disperse their product throughout uh, you know, the country and the world. 
uh, we do have, you know, we have, do have some rail that goes through Al- Albuquerque, both north and south and east and west. And there are some talks about increasing that intermodal capacity. I know that uh, down around Las Cruces, uh, by Santa Teresa, they, they built a intermodal facility down there. And hope the idea there is that they can drop stuff off from California and then ship it up, you know, north from, from Santa Teresa. So I mean, the intermodal part is a big thing. And hopefully we'll develop some more intermodal transportation as we move forward. There is a small intermodal facility in Albuquerque in the South Valley. I think it's been pretty successful in what they've been doing. I have heard of some more rail situations where people are trying to use rail a little bit more effectively. But uh, Albuquerque is a little bit limited in, in their transportation corridors, and we are kind of far from a lot of places. But we do one of the things that we did vote well in is a producti- uh, productivity and innovation. And we got a C in that, but I think that we should get a better grade in that just because the, if we should be able to use our national uh, labs better than we do, and hopefully we'll be able to produce some products and, and create some innovation and create a manufacturing base that's going to be high-tech and, and goes along with all this, the human capital that we have at the labs. Right. If we can transfer some of that human capital to the private sector, that would be very beneficial for our community. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, TVC just a couple of years ago with John Freisinger uh, decided to go ahead and go in there, but we didn't lose uh, uh, that because we were trying to capture that brain drain, uh, which was sponsored by Lockheed Martin. What actually ended up happening is uh, Mr. Freisinger went over to Innovate ABQ, so hopefully we'll be able to uh, capture it that way. We're speaking with Walt Arnold, 256-1255 or waltarnold.com, and Going back to that southeast part, there's a uh, new shopping center, and it's starting to fill some tenants, and that's nice to see during these uh, COVID-tough times. Something called the Zuni Plaza. Tell me a little bit about it or the area. Well, it's interesting that uh, if somebody has success on that side of the town, I mean, Zuni has been kind of a, uh, you know, had some... It's kind of a, it has been a little bit of a difficult area, and it's good to hear that somebody has made the investment in that corridor, to and and been successful in uh, locating some retail tenants. I think as uh, hopefully that will continue, Eddie. I think it's a, it's been a, a tough location uh, in the past, but uh, it's it's a good story. It's good to hear that they're doing well, and and have been able to uh, kind of revitalize that center. Uh, it's a uh, it was AutoZone moved into a previous occupied John Brooks uh, supermarket. Uh, Auto, AutoZone occupies about 29,000 square feet at the center. So that's a huge, a huge area for AutoZone to occupy. It's not probably bigger than most of the AutoZone stores. But it's uh, they have some big lots, Dollar Tree, Little Caesars. It's, in addition, there's a 24-hour uh, – AutoZone is 24 hours, open 24 hours. And so it's just a, a good story, and hopefully they'll continue to have success – in that area. Sorry about that, Walt. A uh, phone call came in. <laughs> That's what that ends up happening. Overall, how does the uh, market uh, look, Walt? Are you feeling more optimistic now that we seem to be sort of coming out of things? And more importantly, I think for the environment uh, here, I know that uh, temperatures are going to start to drop. Um, this would have been the greatest balloon fiesta week ever, I do have to say. Uh, given the unbelievable temperatures. Wouldn't you know it, the bad luck. I mean, we got 80, 85-degree temperatures uh, during this time. You could walk outside in shorts on uh, for the balloon fiesta. I don't remember it being this good. And uh, I know it's been very tough on on a lot of businesses uh, who are vendors uh, over there. But 
we're going into you know the fall. Temperatures are going to get to get a little bit cooler. What can you tell me about the attitude of restaurants who are still in a twenty five percent, the second lowest, actually the lowest in the entire country in terms of occupancy? I think it's a concern for restaurants. I think that most restaurateurs are uneasy about what could happen, and if we're not, that they don't get don't have the ability to open. Obviously, people aren't going to sit outside when it's cold and, and eat. So if they can't increase their capacity inside, it's going to make it difficult for them to continue to stay in business. I, what I am seeing in our market is we are seeing some activity has picked up substantially. People are getting back in the market. Tenants are back in the market looking for space. People are still buying commercial real estate. Uh, money continues to be inexpensive. I mean, rates, you can get rates in the $4, I mean, 4% range uh, for commercial properties. So I am seeing, and we're seeing a little uptick, Eddie. I Hopefully it'll continue. And as we move forward out of this thing, who knows what's going to happen after the election, but uh, I am optimistic about things moving forward. And people do seem to be getting back to work and getting back to, hey, I, you know, we got to work. We got to get back to our business. We got to make things happen. Unfortunately, Sometimes, uh, especially in the restaurant business, uh, some, their hands are basically tied as far as what they can do. And hopefully the governor will allow them to have more capacity inside so that they can continue to run their businesses and be successful. We can only pray, Walt. We can only pray. How can people get a hold of you, Walt? Thanks, Eddie. Walt Arnold, SBN Commercial Estate, 256-1255 or waltarnold.com. He's Walt Arnold. Thanks, everybody, for being here and checking in with us this week. Walt, I'll see you same time, same place next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening on AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. If you love somebody, better take-